When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. You're now listening to The Check-In with Black Menswear. And I'm your host, Neandre Broussard, CEO and founder of Black Menswear. It's unfortunate that black men have had to fight negative perceptions that not only make our personal journeys more difficult, but directly impact the wider African-American community. On The Check-In, we provide proof against these stereotypes by discussing engaging topics that uplift our community through interviews of inspiring individuals with stories of racks to riches, defeat to victory, and just downright interesting stuff you'll want to hear. Although Black Men's World was birthed out of a love for men's fashion and style, that love has blossomed into one of the internet's foremost communities for men to gain encouragement, inspiration, and of course, style and swag tips. We've literally gone viral over and over again for our flash mobs. Now, you ain't gotta be black to listen to this podcast, but you do have to keep an open mind and have a desire to be a part of something to change the narrative. Thanks for tapping in. This is The Check-In with Black Men's Wear. Fresh check, one, two, one, two. Make sure we looking right. What's up, everybody? Monday, the check-in. We're back. And this is an awesome, awesome, it's been a beautiful Monday. Guys, I'm coming live to you from Dallas, Texas. I know y'all see the, I know y'all see the brim. I'm uh, really excited about this brim that I'm wearing. It's called A Moment in Time. It is a collaboration between black menswear and wear brims that comes out at the end of next week. So just keep your eyes out for that uh, as we get started here today. What's up, y'all? We're here. It's another episode of The Check-In. Really, really dope guest that we've got coming on today, Mr. Hill Harper, um, author, actor, uh, uh, community activist, philanthropist, investor um, coming on today. So we're really excited to have him join us today um, as we have another guests on the check-in where we just come together and talk about issues that are affecting our communities and how individuals in our communities have been able to overcome obstacles to find their plan. What's going on? What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Man, I can't complain. It's another beautiful day in paradise, as we like to say. And where another where day. are you? Where I'm are in you? Dallas. You're I'm in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I got now, a you. I'm, I'm supposed to come to Dallas soon. What Are there good restaurants in Dallas? What, what's going on in Dallas? Don't 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 try us like that. Don't even. No, I want to know. Yes. I want to know. I just heard. You know, you got steak steak in Texas. Is that it? Is that all I can uh, get? The the great thing about Dallas is truly anything you want to eat, you can find. Whether that, I mean, you're talking about barbecue, of course, a good steakhouse. We got 
tons of four and five star steakhouses. Uh, we have vegan options. We have seafood restaurants. We have Italian. We have uh, Mediterranean. We we have Indian. Like anything that you want, you can find in Dallas for sure. For okay, so sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit you when I'm coming. I need you to oh, for sure. you know, make, make those reservations for me so we get the right spots. I'll make a couple phone calls. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. You're here. It's the check-in. It's another beautiful Monday. We're here on the check-in where, again, we just talk about issues that coming from our community, brothers that have hit a level of success, we just want to tap into their brains, see if they can drop a couple of nuggets on us that can help all of us everyday entrepreneurs get a little bit better every day. So today, I'm really excited to have my brother Hill Harper joining us, actor, author, shoot, philanthropist, uh, 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 investor, um, black wealth creator. I mean, uh, the, the list goes on, uh, but let me let me not steal his thunder. Let me allow Hill Harper to introduce himself to the audience. Hill? Oh, you know, it's, it's a pleasure. I'm just excited to be able to join you. Hey, everybody. I see greetings from Atlanta. I saw some Argentina. I saw some Brazil, Philippines, a fan from the Philippines. So, so you know, this is truly worldwide, and, and, and it's yes, just sir. such a pleasure to join you. Um, and, and just a discussion, you know, it's like when we talk about what does being truly happy look like, what does being yeah. truly wealthy look like, what are your wealth factors, and, and just have a discussion about that. And obviously my platform, The Black Wall Street, and, and all of that. Yes, so I appreciate just uh, just being able to have a conversation and, 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 and lean in on a beautiful, beautiful Monday. Yes, sir. No, and, and, and I love I love how, you know, you you've started a platform with, the, you know, with 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 the number of individuals around you to say, hey, we're going to focus on taking our community to another level economically. Right. There's a there's a, a you know, a, a lot of times we do a lot of different things that we forget about the economics of things. And how if you don't have economic leverage, you're not really going to go further than the conversation that you have. Right. So talk talk a little bit about, you know, the Black Wall Street, what you guys are looking to do, what you're doing with that as your impact in our community. Okay. And then from there, I'm going to go back. And we're going to we're going to start back at your younger days and then bring it all full circle. <laughs> OK, that sounds good. You know, here's the deal. I truly believe you can't have social justice without economic justice. And we're living in yeah. a critical, critical moment right now where we're moving out of fiat currency or hard money currency into digital currency and cryptocurrency. And if yeah. we, the communities that have been left out of the, of the traditional monetary system, historically and systemically and institutionally, been left out of creating wealth and cross-generational wealth transfer from that system, this is an opportunity for us to move in these new systems and create up our own pathways. And the technology allows us to do it. That's why I started the Black Wall Street digital wallet and the app. And that's why, you know, talking to the community, getting them to download the app, use it, start using it and, and, and purchasing Bitcoin on the app, learning about what cryptocurrency is, learning about what cryptocurrency is not to touch, all of those different things, because all of that is important to understand, because usually we're preyed upon with the worst offers and the worst things. In other words, folks shill to our community um, the meme coins and things. And unless we actually learn the difference between some of these cryptos that actually are scams versus yeah. ones that are, are legit for a store of value. Uh, it's critical. And that's what we have on the app. We have all these educational videos that are all free. Um, and so I, I encourage everyone, please download it. It's called The Black Wall Street. You go into your app store or Google Play and you can download it and start 
is just start interacting with it and start doing little small dollar cost averaging buys. Because once mm -hmm. we start, my goal is to have every black person in America hold at least one million Satoshis, which is um, a Satoshi is a fractal portion of a Bitcoin. There are 100 million Satoshis yeah. in every Bitcoin. And so as a community, if we just held that amount, um, we would be able to collateralize that amount. We'd be able to, to get loan flow. We could put payday lenders and check cashing spots out of business. You know, there's trillions of dollars that have left our community because of payday lending, because of check cashing, yeah. because right. of onerous banking. And so we can do all of these things on a digital platform and we have to own our own technology. I love it. I love it. And, and, and I love the, the last part. Love, own our own technology, own our own everything. Shoot, that's, that's one thing that we've often lost out on is the mindset and the recognition of ownership and what that does for you. Because uh, when you think about ownership, not only just having it, but the, the you put so much more grind and effort into the things that you own versus the things that other people own, if that makes sense, right? If it's got my name on it and <laughs> it has got, you know, my last name, uh, my family legacy is built into that, we take more, you know, you, you stick your chest out a little bit further. You're going to go harder for that. But, but a lot of that doesn't come because we don't experience ownership in our communities, to your point. And, and someone just said um, on here, well, how do you own it? And here's, here's how. And this is why technology offers us this wonderful opportunity. So we're on, we're on a piece of technology right now doing this right. discussion that we don't own. Yet right. our community has made it a billion-dollar app. Right. Same thing with Clubhouse, same thing with, with Twitter, Black Twitter, et cetera. And for us, if we hire engineers, hire dev teams, and are able to build our own technology from the ground up, then we own the code. And when you right. own the code, you're able to, to, to not only build things that are good for your culture and your community, but you also can allow your culture and community to invest in the platform. And therefore, as the community creates the wealth of the platform, because it's really the community that drives it all, right? If there's nobody using it, it has no value, right? It doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't right. matter. And so it's really about the community driving the value of it and the community can participate. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Participate in the upside if that's the way you choose to build. And that's the way we're choosing to build. We want our community to be able to invest and own as you use it, benefit from using the app. And so we're actually recirculating that crypto dollar or that black digital mm -hmm. dollar within the community. It creates a network wealth effect. Yet, yeah. if, if you just take I'll just give you a quick example. We have $1.2 trillion of spending power in the black community, but a dollar leaves the black community within six to seven hours. And the reason right. why the, the first thing we launched with the Black Wall Street was a wallet, a digital wallet, is because I believe if we don't start owning our own wallets, it'll be leaving within six to seven seconds. And so yeah. that yeah. that's critical, right? Because that's where we're okay. headed. Um, now we have to uh, a drop. I don't, since you control it, I don't think I could pin we should pin the Black Wall Street in in here. Um, it's theblackwallstreet.com. Someone just put it, www.theblackwallstreet.com. That'll take you to the website. And then from the website, you could see what it looks like to go into the App Store and Google Play Store to download it. It's purple. 
I would show it to you, but I'm on my phone, so I can't actually show it to you on my phone because my phone is here. But it's it's it's, it's black and purple, and, and like a fuchsia color. And there are a whole bunch of other black Wall Street apps out there that deserve your support as well, right? There's yeah. one called the official Black Wall Street that's fantastic. There's one called the Black Wall Street News, fantastic. All of these are great and they all serve different purposes, but with the same ethos of wanting to empower our community in different ways. And so so they're not mutually exclusive in the sense of support all of them if you can and download them and use them. Right. Now, I'm very appreciative of the focus on the community, as you probably know about our platform. I mean, we focus on community empowerment, right, through visual representation. People like you know, out, you know, a lot of times people don't really understand that representation matters. So when you see things, you see optimism, you see opportunity, you see goals, you're like, okay, well, shoot, I can, I can do that too. If somebody looks like me is is able to do that. They just, you know, what's going on with them? What's going on with their mind? What are they thinking about on the daily? Right? Those minor things that some people might look at and say, well, well, yeah, but it's like, but when you've been so much. Um, when you've had so many constraints on you, when you've had so many limitations based on society limitations that they put on you and, and they're training your mind to think about who you are in a certain sense, just that one little tweak of, well, let's focus on community. Let's just focus on building us up. And you see the, the, what's it, the wildfire effect of it, how it just begins to spread when we focus on something as little as bringing us together, helping us understand and, ed- and being educated on Hey guys, this is why this happens because we don't have this particular aspect of our own ownership. And just seeing like the the way that that spreads, man, that's beautiful, and I I love it. And I just appreciate it. Again, coming from a platform that that preaches community, having that initiative is, is is definitely all love. And what I love about what you all are doing and you espouse is that you're reinforcing the fact of reminding us. And listen to this, y'all. Remind that you have power, and you, but they've convinced you that you don't. What do I mean by that? I don't know if everyone on here is familiar with what happened on Reddit with a, a stock called GameStop, right? So this, <laughs> right? this group of guys and women got together and said, listen, I think this one stock is undervalued. I think it's been manipulated by da 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 da. Let's all start buying it. Let's all start buying let's start let's start actually buying it. And that group drew, you know, really raised the price up. Think about this. If we just yes. chose as a community, there's 176 people on here right now. If each person said, I'm going to recruit 10 people to get on and download the Black Wall Street, get on and do Black menswear, support these platforms. Yeah. And then those 10 said, I'm going to do 10, which isn't even that heavy a lift. All of a right. sudden, the value of these platforms goes up exponentially because of the number right. of users. And that's the power of community action in the tech space. And, and if we understood that we had that level of power, we could go make the Black Wall Street a billion dollar app, make Fanbase, Isaac Hayes' app, Fanbase, a billion dollar app, and then just keep going. And we yeah. create all this wealth in our community just through our actions that are free on these tech yeah. platforms. Because what we're doing is we're giving it away anyway. And, 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 and so... Being intentional and then recruiting other people in—that's how we actually win. That's yeah. how we win. Yeah, man. Well, shoot. I mean, you—you're—you're you're a wealth of knowledge. You know, you—you've you, had a, a, I would say, a little lengthy career in 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 Hollywood of 
you know, I think I think you just did a 30 year challenge instead of a 10 year challenge. You just tried to flex on everybody and show, you know, the longevity or the range. Uh, <laughs> taking it taking it back a little bit, you know, to the earlier years. Where, at, at what point did you kind of feel as though, you know what, Hill Harper, you're, you're, you're kind of successful. At what point did, did those moments start to hit you um, from on your on your journey to this point? I mean, I, I I hate to say it, but I've 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 always felt gratitude. Yeah, and been so thankful to God about the blessings that I have, and and every day I I feel so blessed because I've I've gotten to do so much, experience so much, meet different people, and do, have all these different experiences. But I've I never. I never thought of myself as like a success in that way because I've always felt that there was more impact to, to have and, and more and more to do. And I love it. I, I, I you know, and that's so it's a different mindset because I think there's a yeah. difference between gratitude and feeling success, success, yeah. Because I think you, we're, you know, we're always striving, at least for me, to be a better human, to be a better mm-hmm. father, to be a better business person to be a better actor to be and i'm never there it's just a journey we're all on a journey together and and speaking of that i need to say something real quick um chesley christ was somebody that i knew and we had been working together a couple years back on getting the release of a wrongly convicted man named ronnie long who who has been released and, you know, I was literally brought to tears when I heard the report about her. Yeah. And I hadn't spoken to her in a while. And just check up on people, y'all. That, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Check up on folks because you never know the person that you think is the person that you don't need to check on. That's probably the person you need to check on. Right, and right. because when I went back and read our last text exchanges, and I mean, man, it, I'll just tell you, we have to, we have to, have to be there for each other. Yeah, because if no one else, you can't expect other people to be there for you. We we right. have to be our community, and we have right. to have each other's backs. And so, someone just asked, "Hey, will you support my business?" Absolutely. The answer is yes. As far as my community is concerned, if you need me to help support, my attitude is there's nobody I'm in competition with. I'm just here to support you. I'm just yep. here to help you grow. And then and then it's reciprocal. You help me yep. grow. Together. Dr. King said we're all tied together in a single garment of mutual destiny. That means if I'm choking off your destiny, you're choking off mine. And, and then we get nowhere. Right. We have right. to go there together. So I just want to say yep. that. Let's be there for each other. This is a sensitive, really tough time. And so I love everybody. I love all y'all out there. And so whatever you need, and I, if I can help and support in whatever way, please let me know. Nah, bro. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, that was, yeah, that's that's definitely a moment that, like you said, kind of rocked a lot of people because it's, it's really been circulating around. It's like, check on the ones, check on the strong ones. Because those of you think that are strong, that might be strong outwardly to you. You never know really what they're dealing with and what they're struggling with. And one thing that my boy always talks about, um, so... One of my, my business partner, Evan, uh, 
we talked about this last year in one of our conversations. So we have a, a, a YouTube channel or a YouTube converse, a series called Dapper Conversations. And within that, Evan brought up a good thing. He said, one thing I love to talk about, I love to ask people is not, are you okay? Because you ask somebody, are you okay? They're like, yeah, I'm cool. And they just kind of go on about their way. But he said, a lot of times I ask people, are you happy? Because me asking them, are you happy, is another way to, to open up that conversation where I'm still checking on, say, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? But if I could say, are you happy? It makes them feel vulnerable enough to say no or feel vulnerable enough to say, uh, I mean, I could be better. And then there's an opportunity for us to converse. Maybe maybe somebody just needs to get something off their chest. Um, but so so we, we get so quickly into, hey, man, how's it going? Oh, I'm good. OK, cool. And we just kind of go on to whatever the conversation is about. So thank you for sharing that. One thing, if I can drop on everybody else again to that point on checking on people, ask them a different question to engage in the conversation. Ask them more so, are you happy, right? Um, really, how was your day today versus how you doing? Because you ask somebody how they're doing, they can easily avoid confronting the answers head on. Um, and so, again, I appreciate you you, you bringing that up and uh, definitely rest in peace um, to, to, to her. Yeah, yeah. We have to be there for each other. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, this is it. You know. And particularly in this time when everything, so much is happening through these devices and, and, and you're covering up your face, you're not interacting. As if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Much, you know, I'm seeing the effect of it on my six-year-old son. You know, there's no yeah. question it's impacting us. And so so the more we can actually be vulnerable and stay in vulnerability and yeah. actually be willing to be vulnerable and uncomfortable in the conversation, in ourselves, in our representation. Um, you know, we live we got enough filters, y'all. We got enough filters. You, you put a filter yeah. on everything. Don't put a filter on your heart. Right. Right. And, and, and your spirit. And and if and if you need help, seek it out and get it, please. Yeah. You know, yeah. reach out to somebody and say, I just need help. I right. need somebody to talk to. We can figure that out. We can figure right. that out. Right. No, nah, man. It's a uh, and and you know, using our platforms, right? Another thing about right, again, you guys are here, you're on the check-in uh with black men's where we're here with Brother Hill Harper today. Um using using the platforms, the, the social media opportunities that we have. You know, I, one thing that I love about this is that I can reach people across the world. Where, where are you? Are you on the West Coast right now? I'm on the West Coast. I'm 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 in the Pacific Northwest. You know, we shoot okay. my show. We shoot my show, The Good Doctor, in Vancouver. So I'm oh, here okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm in the okay. Pacific Northwest. No, and and just the fact that we're able to connect and communicate globally, right? Don't miss out to your point. Don't miss out on any opportunities to just reach out. Um, because you can get access to anybody anywhere nowadays, so definitely utilize it to our to our benefit. Um, I want to ask you, right? So, so you know, and I love the way you put it because I think the same way. You know, when you think about success, it's like okay, yeah, I'm gonna count my small wins, but I, I'm still. I see, hold on, I see Drew Hall, Seattle, he, uh, Seattle. I, that's, that's my man. Check in, okay, check in with him. Okay, I just go. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh. I, I, when I when I think about this 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 success journey that we're on, right? Because you you know you'll never really get you never really get to where your end goal is, right? Because you're always moving that line a little bit further and further. What was what was one of the biggest? What was one of the biggest? What was one of the biggest obstacles <laughs> that you've had to overcome along your journey? 
Oh, man. I, I would say one of the biggest was when I was diagnosed with cancer. Um, I, I, I was shooting a movie in Atlanta called For Color Girls. Uh, Tyler Perry was the director. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Ca- I played Kerry Washington's husband in the movie. Yes, sir. And um, I woke up one morning. I couldn't swallow right. And I knew I wasn't sick and ended up um, getting checked out. Uh, brother, my, my, my good brother was a doctor in Atlanta named Dr. Romeo Masood. Made sure I got looked after. And, uh, and it turns out it was cancer. And they recommended surgery uh, uh, quickly. So I started doing the research to figure out who could be the best surgeon, et cetera. I ended up with a great surgeon and, and had a complete thyroidectomy, which is a complete removal of my thyroid where the cancer was located. And, uh, and there are different complications that go wrong with that surgery. One of the big ones is your voice. And uh, if they accidentally, sometimes getting the thyroid out, your vocal nerves wrap around there. And sometimes if they make one Mm -hmm. little mistake, because it's hard to see a nerve, you know, you'd end up not being able to, and that's my career, you know, if I can't talk, I can't work, right? And so, uh, I, you know, I, obviously I was nervous about that, but just had yeah. a lot of faith and trust and, and obviously had a great, great medical team. But it, it led me to do a lot of work in the cancer space because my father died of cancer, my grandfather died of cancer, my uncle died of cancer. Mm-hmm. So, so the cancer runs deep in the male side of my family. And yeah. um, so President Obama asked me to join the president's cancer panel. So I joined them. I started making recommendations to the White House around cancer policy from the patient's perspective. And, mm-hmm. and, and so the idea was trying to turn something that was a challenge or potential liability into trying to help other folks and have positive outcomes in that space. And, and, and it's, it's really evolved a lot you know, over yeah. time. And, and we're yeah. going to see the eradication of cancer, uh, I think, in the next 10 to 15 yeah. years. Without question. Yeah. So, so, uh, so stay healthy, y'all. Stay healthy, please. Stay healthy, and yes. uh, and, w- and we'll get through it. No, thank you. I I appreciate you sharing that. And and it's it's to be honest, man, that really speaks to the heart that you have, right? So I, I and 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 I can say this. So I think I I joked about it once we were once we were in alignment with doing this. I think I think I told you, man. Honestly, the first book I ever read was Letters <laughs> to a Young Brother. Like the first book ever that I read from cover to cover, right? Now that was, that was about mm, 15 years ago. So it's been a little while, um, but being able to, and, and with that book, I, I noticed like, man, this man has a heart that's different than what you see. Like people think um, you're untouchable, you're unreachable because you're, you're an actor and you know, you, you're in the, moving these type of crowds. And then when I read that book, I said, no, this man's heart is different. Right. And that's really what kind of really connected me and really wanted to be able to have this conversation because I knew you would come from the heart. And I thank you for, you know, as we're going through this, you're definitely sharing from the heart. And I, and I appreciate that. I know I know the audience is. I see all the, the little hearts going up and down. So I, I know that they appreciate that as well. But I definitely appreciate the honesty and the candidness uh, about that and sharing that experience that has furthered you along this path of what more can I do? Right. What more can I do in society? What more can I do in the world? Um and and that just again that just lends itself to the to the heart that you have as an individual. I see my so I see my my brother Shane Evans on here, who's a great author, illustrator. Just a you know he has, I believe, the top sets of books, particularly children's books, out for us in our community. So please check him out. You know that's the beautiful thing about being a creator. The one yeah. thing about our community, we're filled with amazing creators of all different types of creation. Some, yeah. you know, 
And that's that's why if we figure out ways and platforms to support each other, we can amplify that even more. Right. Right. But oftentimes right. we don't hear about it. We don't know about it. Right. And we don't know how to access each other. But that's why I hope that platforms like this, the Black Wall Street, all of these allows us to show. I didn't know about that, brother. I didn't know about him. I didn't know exactly. about her. I yep. didn't know about her business. I didn't know it was so easy to 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 to, to support her or him. And, yep. and 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 that's that's where the power is going to lie for us because there's yes, so sir. many folks out there doing great things. You yes, know, sir. doing great things. And, you yes, know, sir. And, and and since I knew we were doing this, I went and found an old old suit that I wore in a play in New York City that I insisted had to be a black designer. So I had okay. uh, I had Oswald Botang. They had Oswald. Oswald yeah. So I haven't worn this jacket, you know, in, in years. But I wore this in a play in New York, and 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 I it made me think about because I was thinking about black men's wear. I was thinking about history, legacy, for sure. And uh, and, and 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 I was like, hmm, let me break this out. I I I think I got I think I got to find it. And see if I did. I found it. I found it. Now I could. I almost put it on, but I was like, you know what? Let me just show it rather than wear it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love I love Oswald. Oswald too, man. So quick story about Oswald. We were in Par- uh, in London two years ago doing a flash mob in London, and uh, Oswald's like one of his uh, lead uh, 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 teammates walked by. I was like, man, what are y'all doing? This is like dope. This is so dope. And then uh, we told him what, it, what you know what the mission was. He said, hold on. He said, hey, let me get your number. I want to set up a call with you guys on Monday. Y'all gotta, I got to introduce y'all to Oswald. I said, Oswald who? <laughs> he was like, Oswald Bote. We were like, oh, snap. But, just the, it's, just, but it's just the, 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 the ambiance and the atmosphere around. When you just do positive things, people navigate to that. You know, people, people, people desire to be in company of positivity, and they desire to stay as far away from them as they can of negativity, right? And just, and just having that um, um, and really kind of – Putting that best foot forward, I think, is a really big key for anyone out there listening as well. Now, absolutely. Now, Hill, what would you tell yourself today, or excuse me, what would you tell yourself ten years ago? A new lesson that you've recently learned in the last twelve months. Uh, take more risk. Mm. I think that we're we're trained to be too uh, conservative in terms of our, our actions. Yeah. Um, we come from a fear-based culture where we've been pushed so much fear. For, for me, I, for me, fear stands for false evidence appearing real. False yes, evidence sir. appearing real. Yes, Most of the fears we carry, we've, we've been projected on us by someone else's narrative. It could be race-based, gender-based, where you grew up based. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Money-based, education-based, geography, yeah. any of that stuff. It's all lies. Yeah. It's all lies. 99% of the fears we carry are lies. And so right. take more risk. If you have an intuition 
to do whatever it is. Lean into that intuition because you don't know why you're being led that way. That's the thing. Right. Most people think, right. oh, I have this intuition to a business because that's the business I'm supposed to start. Yeah, that may be the business you're supposed to start, but maybe the reason why you're supposed to start that business was to get introduced to this new business partner who has a different idea for this other pivot you do six years exactly. from now. And if exactly. you wouldn't have started that business, you never would have met yep. that person to do this. And so as long as you keep your heart, eyes, and ears and open to new ideas, new information, you can make those pivots. But yeah. if you're not following your intuitive notions in the first place and you're acting out of fear, then you're not even in a position or a place to receive the new ideas, new inputs, new information. So taking more risk, getting into your heart is what I would tell myself from the very beginning. Um, I love it. And I, I say that with people, even people say, well, well uh, are you saying I should go and quit my job? I, and, and I said, you, you, your fear, your fear quotient's about to go up when I say this. I said, well, if it's not feel, fulfilling your heart, if you're not into it, and, and you don't think this is where you should be or want to be, and you have a different alternative plan. Now, I'm not saying just do stuff with no plan. You yeah, have, right, right. You have to have Absolutely. a blueprint. You have to Absolutely. have a blueprint. But if you're not, if, 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 you're, if you're just putting in time and, 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 and you claim you have to do it for that paycheck, then yes, you should quit your job tomorrow. Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And why? Because you'll figure it out. You may end up eating ramen noodles for the next five months, and you may end up doing da 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 da, but you're a, we're a strong people. You're a survivor. You're incredible. So you will figure it out if you take that step. But if you Absolutely. keep living in the smaller place in a fear-based place, you will keep doing the same thing over. And then what you'll do is you'll take that money you're earning and waste it on stuff you don't want or need to try to fulfill a hole that mm. you could fulfill by doing something that's in your heart. So. I wish I could tell myself that even earlier than 10 years ago, 20 years yeah. ago, 30. It yeah. doesn't matter because that's lifelong. That's journey. And that's, I've yeah. come to learn that. Man, that's, that's a, that's a point well proven, a point well taken, because when you think about, you know, you have to get started at some point. And so if you're, if you, if you never take that step or that risk to get started to your point, you'll never know, where things will come. When I when I think about Black Men's where we started Black Men's where now we're going into our fifth year of building a brand to, around just positive community engagement, interaction, and, and, and messaging. You know, if, if somebody would have told me at that point that, you know, we would have a successful podcast, we'd have a successful uh, um, uh, uh, YouTube channel, we'd have a successful traveling world tour, we'd go to Paris and to London and upcoming going to Africa, and they would welcome us with open arms. Like I, none of that was at, at that point of let's just start something. Right. And when you just think about that, all the risks that have come with that and modifying time and adjusting time and investment of assets and money and, you know, moving money from here to there to be able to really kind of fulfill a dream. It's it's. But to your point, having a blueprint was that 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 made a little bit more comfortable and knowing like, you know what, if I know if I put the work in, if we just put the work in, invest a little bit more time. That's a little bit more effort. It's got to click. It's going to because I, I, I won't let it won't let it fail because one, not as it just do I have the blueprint, but it's something that I'm passionate about, something that I care about, right? And having the emphasis on that, I think it's something that's taken this a lot further than my initial mind even thought it would get to.
I hear you. I'm, and we're all in this together. That's the thing. And that's that goes back to that earlier point. When I yep. see you taking risks and living bigger, you give me permission to do the same. Right. Right. But if right. I see if but if I see you being fearful and that, and then and then we that that becomes a, a reciprocal reality of being stuck. Yep. And yep. and so you know, we we let's unstick ourselves, let's work together to amplify. And that goes back to that point about supporting supporting each other. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I love it. Again, you guys, you're here on the check-in. We've got Hill Harper with us. Um, again, founder of the Black Wall Street. Um, it, basically, if you go to any of your phone app stores, whether it's the App Store or Google Play, look for the Black Wall Street. Um, this is really along, along the lines of understanding financial literacy, especially as it relates to technology and commerce. So a way for us to be able to put ourselves on another level because I don't know if you guys know, but other people are already tapped into this. Don't let our community be behind because other people are already tapped into this. And so I love your platform for being able to offer those kind of insights and that kind of knowledge um, for our community to understand it and break it down in, in ways that we understand. As we come to the end of this episode of the check-in, I like to do what we call this or that. All right. Okay. So, Hill, you got no preparation on these things. I know uh, I got no prep. I don't even know what this or that is. So I'm excited. This is interesting. All I'm all I'm gonna do, I'm gonna say this or that. You gotta tell me which one you prefer between the two options. Okay. And can I there's no explanation. I'm literally just saying this or that. You can you can explain it. You can explain okay, it. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I just wanted to know the rules. Oh. All right, all right, all right. So so first up, East Coast or West Coast? East Coast. So that's home, right? That's yeah, yeah. That's, that's, home. that's home. That's home. That's home. Um, um, beaches or mountains? Ooh. 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 that's tough. That's tough. Um, I I have to say beaches. I'll be honest. I say beaches, but I love the mountains, man. I take my son skiing um, almost every weekend. I want him to learn to ski, obviously. And so he's got lessons every weekend. And so, and I love hiking in the mountains. Um, but there's just something that's spiritual about the, the waves, you know? Yeah. And yeah. there's something that's yeah. just so, it's so cleansing to me to just be there and hear the sound and be there. It's like, you know, even when I want to, if I can't sleep, I'll put on ocean waves. Uh, yeah. And that right. helps relax right. me. So, so I gotta, I gotta get beaches the nod, but that, that's okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's a tight one. Tight one. Tight one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. No pressure. Um, comedy or drama? Comedy, comedy, comedy. I don't get to do enough comedy. I yeah. used to early in my career. I used to do a lot of romantic comedies. These like t small little independent films that were romantic comedies, yeah. but then you know, I think once I did CSI New York and people saw me doing the drama thing, they, they Man, thought I yeah. was so serious. And, um, and you know, I, I just saw Dave Chappelle the other day and we were talking about, um, we did a pilot for Fox years ago where I played his best friend, Dave. And, uh, man, I wish I could find it. I wish I could get a copy of it, but it was the funniest show and, crazy thing happened with the show not going on the air it was picked to go on the air then they basically the short story is they basically told dave he had to add some white people to the show and he was like i'm pulling the show and so he pulled yeah. the show so, so no nobody ever got to see it but um 
you know, I love comedy. I love because 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 uplifting the human spirit, man. You know, this right, right. I just don't get. I just don't get hired to do do comedies. Got you. Got hey, anybody out there that's watching any showrunners? Let's go. Those available for comedy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, fruits or vegetables? Vegetables. I like leafy green vegetables, collard greens, okay. kale, Swiss chard, turnip greens. Um, you know, broccolini, chop, chop, dark green vegetables. That's my, that's my, that's spinach, sauteed spinach. I just love, love. Um, from a from a stylistic perspective, suits or joggers? Ooh, man. Ah. You 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 you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you if you say joggers. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm more I'm more of a. Uh, and more of an athleisure uh, okay. type of dude, right? Because I prefer, like, if I'm traveling, you know, I don't, I don't travel in a suit. My dad used to, and and when I was real young, if we put, if we went on a plane, he made me put on a suit. And I love suits, and I love beautiful suits. But if I was just gonna be, you know, most of the time, I'm just, I'm not putting on a suit. I'm, I'm putting on something real comfortable. Some really nice sneakers, hopefully, that are comfortable, nice jogger, nice or whatever, you know, something that's real athleisure. For sure, for sure. Um, last one, uh, Kappas or Alphas? I mean, that's not even, I mean. It, it, I- hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I thought you would actually ask a question. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, as a, as a brother of Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, uh, uh, we understand and respect all others, but, but we have to be very clear, and everyone should know who was first. And I mean, first, you know, sometimes you got to come first just to be, you know, made better in the future, right? So it's a, you know, we we, we won't hold it against no, you. No, no. Uh, but, but but real talk, real talk. My father was a kappa. My grandfather uh, on my mother's side was an alpha. And uh, I have a great deal of respect for the Kappas because my dad was a Kappa. You know, may he rest in peace. And um, and my grandfather, his dad was a Kappa. He, we were, it was on the cover of the Kappa Journal or whatever it is. I got a picture, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The picture of it somewhere. Yeah. They were on the cover of that. So I have a, a great deal of respect for Kappas. Um, for me, I'm so proud to be an Alpha and, and no. what 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 the divine nine represent in general yeah. is about brotherhood and sisterhood and coming together. And, yeah. um, and not, it just makes me proud to be, uh, I'm very proud to be an alpha and all the, 
all the brothers out there who crossed the burning sands, they understand what that journey is. And, yeah. um, and I have so much respect for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love, I love that. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's it, outside looking in, it's a lot of divine nine humor. You know, we're able to, we're able to joke with each other throughout that. And, uh, but again, at the end of the day, it's all about community building. Um, really? So from a, from a, from a, uh, uh, an illustrious Kappa to a brother of AFIA, it's all good, you know? Hey, man, <laughs> listen, I understand that all you Kappas need canes. It's okay that you weren't very athletic and you walk with a limp, but that's all right. Oh, it's all man. good. It is all oh, good. Man. Well, uh, Hill, man, how can the people follow you? What, the, what, what, should, what should they be on the lookout for coming from you soon? Okay, well, well, first and foremost, the most important thing, real talk, is please download the Black Wall Street Digital Wallet in the App Store, Google Play Store, and then use it, y'all, and then give me feedback. The one thing people have to understand about tech companies and tech startups is that when you own the platform, in this case, we didn't go out and what you call white label a wallet. In other words, we didn't buy a pre-existing wallet and just put our logos on it. We actually built the technology from the ground up. That's what I talk about. We own the tech. What does that mean? It means we can also change it and add features. So every week or two, we're adding new features because we get good uh, feedback from folk. Folks say, hey, if you had a button that allowed me to buy $6 a day or $6 a week or $6 a month, I would just set that and forget it. We have that. We have that. Yeah. Uh, You know, if, if, hey, if you had a button that did this or let me watch these videos. Or, you know, we have all that. And, and please give us feedback to make it better. Because yeah. I couldn't afford, I'm going to be real transparent. I couldn't afford to hire those super expensive tech companies where they give you, they, they pay like a thousand people to use the app in beta. And then those thousand people are paid to write up all the recommendations about how to make it better. I couldn't afford that service. So I have yeah. to rely on our, our customer and our community to actually give us the constructive feedback. And then we're going to be continue to add new features every week or two until two years from now, you see this extremely robust platform that has social components, that has extreme amounts of literacy, financial literacy, business literacy, has a marketplace, has uh, a Bitcoin rewards and payment systems. All of that is there and eventually lending on the platform so we can have liquidity. And so all of that's coming. We just we can't get there if people aren't on it and using it. For sure, for sure. And that's the blackwallstreet.com. You go there or you can go again directly to your uh uh app store or Google Play, the Black Wall Street. Uh you will be able to find it there as well. Yep. Now my brother, again, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you pouring into our audience. Uh this has truly been a pleasure. We've got Hill Harper here on the check-in. Season two, episode three. Season two, episode three. For those that are tuned in, you might have gone in here a little bit late. This episode will go live on the podcast. So if, if you're on any of your podcast networks, search for the check-in with Black Men's where you'll see it pop up. This episode will go live on Thursday. So we can not only touch you visually, but also as you're driving into work. Listen to replay the words, replay Hill's messaging. Uh, I love, again, my, my favorite part probably where you talked about taking risk here towards the end of the conversation um, because you never know where those risks are going to lead. Absolutely. Again, Brother Hill Harper, appreciate you, my man. Appreciate, so appreciate you. Um, do you. Do you wear hats by chance? You know what? I do, but nothing. I don't have any as fine as that. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I don't All right. know. I'm going to send you one of these. So this is actually... Uh, 
We actually have a hat collaboration that we're dropping with Wear Brims, who's a black-owned hat company. We're actually dropping this hat next Friday. So I'm going to actually send you one. I'm going to get off the line. I'm going to get your information. I'm going to have one sent out to you. This ah, okay. I can't wait to wear it. You know, I'll feel like D.L. Hughley for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'll be sailing my inner DL Hughley. It'll be, it'll be something. Yeah, and that sure. goes back to the comedy. I, you know, I, I, I should have stayed, yeah, sure. stayed there. I could have stayed there. For sure, for sure, for sure. All right, yo, man, I appreciate you. Okay. God bless Thank you so much. God bless everybody. Thanks for joining us. Much love, love, love to everybody out there. Stay safe, stay healthy, and know that you are magnificent and brilliant. And if any message is telling you otherwise, it's a lie. Okay? It's a love, lie. love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the check-in with Black Menswear. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Menswear. Check out and subscribe to the Black Menswear YouTube channel. And visit us online at www.weareblackmenswear.com to join the mailing list for ongoing updates for the Black Menswear Flash Mob Tour. Peace and blessings. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.